Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. On any given day that you look up the word bipolar on Twitter, you'll probably find more inaccurate uses of the word bipolar than you will find anything that refers to the mood disorder. I have compiled a list of the top three most common misuses of the word bipolar. Number three, I wanted a salad for breakfast, but now I want pizza for lunch. I'm bipolar today. Number two, lady at grocery store was rude. People can be so damn bipolar. And number one, 102 degrees today. Man, Texas weather is so bipolar. When you go to work feeling more tired than usual, you don't say, gosh, I'm so cancer today. Or if you trip over something, you don't say, I'm so MS today. If you try to joke about cancer or multiple sclerosis, people wouldn't laugh. We understand that being a little tired doesn't compare to the daily struggle a cancer patient faces. We understand that being a little clumsy doesn't compare to the pain an MS patient feels. So why is it okay to throw around the words bipolar, ADD, OCD, and retard every day? Why is it okay to jokingly call anyone who pisses you off bipolar or to say, she's so ADD? How many times have we heard someone say, he's so OCD? How many times have we heard? Or have we ourselves used the expression, this is retarded? This podcast is the first in a series of flip switch podcasts entitled, In Other Words, which will help us examine the way we, as a society, talk about mental health conditions. In Other Words will also walk us through the lives of people living with these illnesses. Today we're going to hear from Sarah, an 18-year-old student who lives with bipolar disorder. My name is Sarah and I'm from Wisconsin. I am 18 years old. I am in 12th grade and I'll be graduating in less than a week. I am diagnosed with bipolar type 2. I was diagnosed in 4th grade. I think I was 10 years old when I was diagnosed. What are some symptoms of your illness? For the depression side of bipolar disorder, some symptoms are not wanting to get out of bed, thinking that life isn't worth living, not having joy in activities that I once loved, and some from the mania side of bipolar disorder are not able to sleep, racing thoughts, a lot of anger. Just looking at Twitter, bipolar is most commonly used to describe the weather or people who do bad things. So I read a lot of, I hate this bipolar ass weather, or geez, people are so bipolar, I can't stand them. How does this make you feel? It's kind of sad because the lack of understanding of people and how much they don't understand about mental illnesses because you can't use the word bipolar to describe the weather or how someone is feeling. It's much more than that. Are there any jokes or depictions of bipolar in popular culture that you dislike? The word bipolar has been used in song lyrics to describe you know, lover's quarrel, which is you know, not the proper use of it, and in a TV show. Can you tell me more about this song? Yeah, the song that the word bipolar was used is Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. And the line is along the lines of uh, someone called Doctor, I've got a case of the love bipolar. And uh, she's using it to describe her relationship with this guy. But it's absolutely the incorrect use of the word and not appropriate and I find it offensive, and so do other people. It's just not appropriate. And what about the TV show? On an episode of Glee, the substitute teacher was doing a reenactment of some play, and she just casually threw it out there for her 
students and um, the whole family was watching it was shocked. We were like, what just happened? It just shows the ignorance of them and it, it wasn't appropriate. And In the episode, it was Gwyneth Paltrow. She was playing the teacher. She was really loud and obnoxious and she said, Mary Todd Lincoln in the house. My husband is gay and I'm bipolar, which is why I yell things like that teapot spreading lies about me. Or, I don't love this baby. Then she pretends to throw the baby out of her arm. The make-believe baby. Yeah. Do you remember that? She's a rocking baby and then sure. she throws it out. And then she turns to the class and says, Hey class, practice your bipolar rants. See, history can be fun. How did she make people with bipolar look? She's trying to make the history lesson fun by telling her class to go and practice their bipolar rants and it's nothing like that and she obviously didn't know that this or the script writers is there a stereotype of people with bipolar disorder that you don't like they can think that just if one person is happy one second and then they get a test back and they're upset that it's just oh well they must be bipolar for people that actually have the illness it's hard for people to understand without the proper explanation and so they just write it off as this person's just using it as an excuse and it's not fair an excuse for poor behavior or if they get you know upset easily or come to school one time really not wanting to talk to anyone or showing other signs of depression another day just wired or really angry and isn't unstable with mania and so they might just slap a label on it. I wish people knew more about bipolar disorder. I wish they knew the seriousness of an illness that it is. I wish they understood and that it is very real. It's not just an excuse for someone to have special accommodations or if they're actually ill, just an excuse. People need to be educated about it. What other words do you think people could use to describe the weather when it changes. You could say the weather is nasty out, this weather is hot and cold, this weather, weather changes so fast, one day it's hot, one day it's cold. There's any number and kinds of terminology can be used and it's just not necessary to use the term bipolar. So if I get somebody at Dominic's or Jewel, I get a lady behind the cash register who doesn't want to work, what could I say about her besides bipolar? She's not being nice to me. She's being lazy or she just doesn't want to do her job. You know, she's an average American that doesn't feel like working. What is your earliest memory of mania? I was in fourth grade and one night I couldn't sleep and it wasn't just couldn't sleep. I was just, my mind was just going, going. And for some reason I grabbed a ruler and I measured every inch of my room, every piece of furniture, every wall, floor, and I didn't go to sleep that night, and I'd do somersaults across the floor, back and forth, and my parents just watched in the doorway, and they couldn't get me to go to sleep. What is your earliest memory of depression? When I was in fourth grade, that there were days or weeks on end that I just couldn't get out of bed. It felt like it was impossible, and there was no reason to do anything, and a lot of the times, sleep was the only escape, and I would just, with the lights off, go to sleep all day. Has depression ever kept you from doing anything you wanted to do in life? When I was younger, I was very active gymnast and I love the sport and when I was depressed I just couldn't do it I didn't feel the love for it anymore didn't feel like I could get up and make myself go to practice and I ended up falling very behind and when I started up again in high school I was lacking a lot of skills and was behind everyone else and this is because when I was depressed I didn't have any kind of motivation or ability to get up and go to practice how much of your life is affected by bipolar disorder when I was younger a lot of my life was affected by bipolar disorder because I had 
had gotten diagnosed. I didn't have proper medications. And so everything I did, everything I loved to do, a lot of the stuff I couldn't do. I didn't understand why I was the way I was. Spent years from fourth till ninth grade trying different medications, different treatments, different doctors. Today, I'm still influenced by it, but now it's in a positive way. I can show more compassion if I find out that others have a mental illness. It's easier for me to talk to them and share what I've went through. I've gotten accepted into college. I know what I'm majoring in. I've got everything set and going for me. I haven't felt unstable in three years. What are you most proud of in your life? How far I've come from when I was first diagnosed to now. I never thought in when I was in middle school and ninth grade that I would even be accepted into college right now. I thought that I was going to have to have continuing high school and more uh, tutors at home in the summer. I'm really proud to get accepted into a good university and know exactly where I want to go with my life and be really stable and able to help other people too. What advice do you have for someone listening who thinks he or she might have bipolar disorder? Definitely try and get help to um, make sure because nothing will get better until then. So uh, figure out the right medication or treatment or therapy and then hanging in there, it will eventually get better and you'll be a stronger person because of it. To conclude, language is a powerful tool. It can either create stigma or compassion. Let's be the kind of people whose dialogue fosters compassion. Until the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs on the Flip Switch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until next time, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch.